friends, welcome back to another episode of Trauma to Triumph. I'm Annabelle Ingleton, I'm your host. I'm a trauma-informed coach and I help people heal their brain and body from the effects of trauma. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm really excited about this episode on self-sabotage slash self-protection because this is a live that I did last Friday on Instagram that just got a ton of views, a lot of comments, a lot of messages, a lot of DMs, and I thought not ever, not all you guys follow me on Instagram, not all of you guys maybe sit there and watch my IG lives or watch the IGTVs, which is, it's now available on IGTV, which I will link up here in the show notes because I want you guys to be able to see the live video. It was so fun. Um, we did it on a Friday night. Um, I scheduled it. Everybody knew for a while. I had the most viewers ever, um, I think, because I announced it and I gave you guys enough like notice, which I love. I think I'm going to start doing that a lot more because um, more of you guys show up and it just makes it more fun and interactive. But with this episode, I really wanted to take the audio from that and make it into a podcast. It's a lengthy one. I'm sure you looked at the time and was like, damn, Annabelle, what you doing? It's long because it was it was a long live. I cut out a big chunk at the beginning, like me talking to the people and stuff. And there's some parts where I answer questions. You'll be able to hear the question that I answer when people drop them in, in the, um, the comment box. But for the most part, it's me teaching. It's me going over self-sabotage, why I call it self-protection, how it happens, what's going on in our system that's creating it. And then I give you guys like some really, really practical and tactical tools to use to battle and and really beat self-sabotage. A lot of awareness stuff. Um, I think it's really helpful. I'm actually literally about to create a fun little worksheet just one that goes over the managers, firefighters, and exiles. You're probably like, what the fuck are you talking about, Annabelle? You'll hear in the episode what I'm talking about. And um, so it's a really great episode. I hope it helps you as much as it did. Um, I had fun doing it. I know I got a lot of great comments from people that watched and listened and um, were there live. And I hope it's helpful for you. Um, I want to let you guys know my coaching spots are going to start opening up for my fall enrollment for the last quarter of 2021. I take new clients every quarter, so every three months, and October starts all over again. And um, I'm really excited about getting people on my calendar for October and getting people and getting you started um, to to your healing journey. Uh, I have a waiting list, which I will link up here in the show notes. It's actually always there. Uh, that's that's where I get all my clients. It's waitlist only. You have to sign it for the waitlist. And when my spots start opening up, I will send a mass email to everybody, giving you the chance to book your clarity call. Um, I do clarity calls on a first come first serve basis. And then once those fill up and my calendar fills up, um, then I, I close enrollment until next quarter. So, um, I look forward to hopefully if you're somebody who wants to work with me, definitely. Um, let's see if you're listening to this in real time, it's September, you'll be listening to this on September 8th, 2021. And, um, I'm going to start opening myself up to clarity calls on, let's say late September to start working with me mid-October. So if you're interested, join the waitlist. That's the only way you get to work with me um, is waitlist only. You guys get first come, first serve, and then we we get on. We start jamming. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm hoping you get a lot of benefits from this episode. The audio might be a little bit different. You might have to turn it up a bit, but hopefully nothing too drastic. Um, And I'm looking forward to seeing you guys next week. Have a good one.
So let's talk about self-sabotage. Okay, so I have a very different name for self-sabotage. It is widely known. Um, hi, Gilbert, new to my Instagram. Welcome. This is a wonderfully kind and amazing community. Every here is, everyone here is so dope. Salud, cheers, welcome. Um, the world calls it self-sabotage. Let's talk about what self-sabotage is, and I'm going to tell you what, my what, what I call it. Um, self-sabotage is known as things that you do, something that you do to basically prevent something good from happening in your life. And it's kind of like a subconscious mind fuck that people will do um, in order to... Are you guys having a drink with me? Hi, Fernie! Hi. Hey, Art. The real Art Garcia is in the house. My famous client. Everybody loves art. Um, and so self-sabotage is known as something that you people subconsciously do. It's typically a subconscious thing. Um, in order to... What it looks like is you're, you're basically preventing something good from happening in your life. So people are like, why do I do that? Like, I want to lose weight. I want a relationship. I want to... Hi, hi, hi. Um, I want to start my business. I want to make a lot of money. I want to quit my job. I want to um, be in love. But whenever I date, I end up breaking up with good guys or I pick assholes or I start my diet and then I don't complete it. Things like that. Would you guys agree? Are these things that you guys know to be self-sabotaging? And do you have, and listen, I'm going to share my shit. I want y'all to share your shit. This is going to be a very interactive live. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going to move my chair because I feel like I'm sitting like crooked. So um, I'm going to share some of the things that I've done. One specific that I used to do all the damn time when I was all fucked up. So it's known as like the subconscious thing that we do, right? And people hate it because they're like, I actually want to do this thing, but something is happening where I can never follow through or I just jack it up somehow. I'm curious what's something that you guys, what's something that you've done that you self-sabotage and you're like, I fucking want to do it. How come I don't follow through? Um, let me know in the comments. So what I call self-sabotage, I call it self-protection. And here's why. Whenever we have something that we want to do, lose weight, go to the gym, start a relationship, quit a job, start a business, get married, be... Um, make a lot of money, save money, things like that, and we don't follow through on it. The only reason we don't follow through on things is because our brain and our body, our nervous system, senses it as threatening. Bottom line. It's the only reason it doesn't do it. Food, drinking when trying to lose weight. People said losing weight. Um, so, okay, and please share, keep on sharing below. Stay in a relationship, yep. Um, so the only reason that we don't follow through on something is because our nervous system says, hell no, that thing is scary. And you're like, how is that even happening? How does my nervous system say that that's scary? I'm going to tell you guys. So we, our body, our nervous system and our brain is always scanning for safety and threat for us because its job is to keep us alive and it's to keep us safe. Survival and safety is its, its utter concern. It's its number one job. Your brain is always doing things to keep you alive, and so is your body, okay? And, and your body, if you think about it, your body's like your heart beating, your lungs, and all that stuff, right? It's trying to stay alive. So um, 
it's always scanning. It has like this big detection system called neuroception. And it's always scanning for things as safe and threat. It doesn't look at things as nice or mean or good looking or ugly, nice weather, bad weather, um, anything like that. It doesn't, it doesn't rich, poor. It just always senses safety and threat. And the way that it, it's safety and threat detector, the way that that's formed is your past experiences. So your whole detection system is based on your past. Does that make sense? So anything, if you've experienced a lot of crazy shit in your life, a lot of physical abuse, a lot of poverty, um, if you've had a big financial thing happen to you where you started a business and you it failed, um, if you've had if you had your heart broken, if you've been cheated on, if you've had verbal abuse, if you've been beat by someone, if any type of trauma, okay, either whether it's little t trauma or big t trauma. Um, by that I mean like a natural disaster, a big car accident, someone dying in your life, um, being bullied as a child, a breakup, rejection, things like that. All, all of these are traumas in some capacity, but your nervous system and your brain are, are always going to go off of your past and that forms your detection system. So it's going to say that's safe or that's threatening based on your past. And if you know your past, you know what you've experienced, you know what you've gone through, you might start thinking like, oh, this is why, because I've gone through that, that's why this looks scary to my body and it says, no, we, we don't want to do it, okay? It also views things as scary, not just from your past, but there's another reason. If it's never done it before, if it's never done it before and it's new and it's totally different, it doesn't view it as safe because it doesn't know that it's capable of even doing it for you. It's, it's unknown, it's not comfortable. Your brain operates Three, like doing three different things. It seeks out pleasure, it avoids pain, and it takes the road of least resistance. So when you're doing something new, you can think about how that doesn't feel easy to your brain. It's never done it before. It's like, fucking start a business. Bitch, I've been an employee for 25 years. Like, I don't know how, how to make money. I don't know how to sell. I don't know how to have a website or do anything like that, go live on Instagram. I'm not, I can't do that, that's scary. So you can see how if it's never done it before, it looks at it as uncomfortable, new, hard. It's gonna, it's probably gonna avoid it. It's not gonna want you to do it. Or if it's if it that thing that you're trying to do looks and feels, smells, tastes, sounds like something from your past, even in a little way, it's gonna say no, boo. We ain't doing it. Do you guys do you guys have any questions about that? And does all that make sense to you? I'm gonna look through the chat a little bit and see if I missed anything or if you guys have any questions. So people said wanna pass a test but won't study for it. Mm, lots of procrastinating, mm-hmm. When things are too good, start to get a little suspect. Ah, I get that. Trying to lose weight, this way is somewhere where you self-sabotage. If you really want, want it, you will do it. Everything else is an excuse. It, it we tend to think that manual and a lot of us who haven't had and been subjected to that much pain that many painful experiences it's it's easier to just push through and still do it okay especially if you've done a lot of healing work like for me when things are even a little bit scary i still do it because my my threat detector isn't as strong and isn't yelling at me that much but people who haven't who haven't done a lot of the healing work and their nervous system is still very activated by new stuff it's not easy for them to do it. Um, so there's a lot of like, there's a lot of, 
I see a lot of people on Instagram. There's a lot of like motivators and inspiring, especially for men. I see this the most for men. It's like, just do it. Just go and get up every morning. And you get kind of like told to like do stuff and you're kind of like a dick or a pussy or whatever loser if you don't do it. But people aren't very trauma informed and they don't take into account people's pasts um, as to why you it physically isn't letting you move forward and take action. Okay. Um, so I, I commend that, that statement. Um, when you've done more healing, it's, it's a little easier, but people who haven't, it's, and who have, who have a lot of trauma, it's not that, it's not that easy to just do it. It feels, it seems like people are making excuses or they're being lazy, but really, um, it's just a little bit too scary for them. Okay. Um, I got a lot of PTSD. Yeah. Um, this makes sense. Good. How do you break that? Okay. Tomorrow's my birthday and I want to cancel on plans and be alone. And you just said it. My heart is broken since my mom just passed six months ago. Oh, I'll leave Bello. I'm so sorry about that. It makes sense that you don't want to be with people because you just want to be alone. Your, your nervous system is upset and it's detecting threat on being with a lot of people. And it's saying being with people isn't really good right now. Let's just stay home and be alone. It's very normal. It's good that you're aware of that. Um, it makes perfect sense because I've been through a lot of trauma from childhood through adulthood. Thousand percent correct. Okay, people are getting it. All right, awesome. So, why is okay? So I'm, let's. I, mean, I want to get clear on like self protection. Um, why I call it self protection? And there's a, there's some other coaches that subscribe to the same idea and they don't call it self sabotage. I'm using this word because it's widely known. But whenever I talk about the topic, I'll always explain how I call it. I and I um, I reference it as self protection. It's protection because your protective parts, your traumatized parts, the parts of you that are not healed, um, your nervous system specifically will, it looks like you're, you're sabotaging. It looks like you're not moving forward on things. It looks like you're breaking up good relationships. It looks like you're, you're not moving forward on your goals and you're breaking your diet or your workout plan or you meet a good person and then you sabotage love, right? It looks like that. But when you think about it from, from a trauma-informed place, you can see that it's actually your nervous system trying to protect you from a perceived threat. So it's not self-sabotage, it's self-protection. So I really, really, really want to encourage you guys to start thinking about it for as more as self-protection and not and having more compassion with yourselves and viewing it as, oh, this is just like my nervous system trying to protect me from a perceived threat. That's why I'm not doing it. It's never like I'm bad. Why can't I move forward on it? Have more compassion with yourself. View it as a loving, um, kind act from your body trying to protect you. And I know that's a, it's a bit of a, it's a, like a reframe and it might take some getting used to, but self-sabotage is so um, self-critical, that term itself, it, it's, it's really critical. It's like saying you are cr- intentionally ruining your life. You're intentionally not moving forward on the things you wanna do. None of us wake up every day and want to do that to ourselves. We would never wanna sabotage our goals. We all wanna do it, but it's our nervous system trying to protect us. Okay, so I'm going to explain another portion of nervous system trauma-informed parts, things that are going on underneath the surface, so you guys can understand a little bit more as to the roles under underneath in your internal system that are actually creating the self-protection, okay? I'm going to take a big chug of my amazing wine. Hello, Avina Shurgani, 2021. I hope I said that name right. 
did I? I would really like think I'm dope if I did. Um, so here's what happens when we've experienced um, any type of trauma. Our psyche, in order to protect us from that thing that happened that was really, really scary or fearful or sad, what our psyche does, our psyche is like our, our mindset, our, our subconscious. What it will do is it causes fragmentation. It causes disconnection. What I mean by that is it disconnects you from your highest self, from your like true potential, your amazing, beautiful, perfect part, like your perfect part that believes that you could do anything in the world, that you can, that you're, that you're smart, that you're beautiful, that you're um, capable of anything, that you're lovable, that you're worthy, that you're valuable. Okay. It just, that, that's, I always reference that as your highest self or yourself with a capital S. It disconnects you from yourself and it's a self you you let that bad thing happen to us that trauma happened to us and it was really scary and we don't trust you anymore so you psh, go away and your psyche creates these parts in order to protect you and they're the ones that are doing like the safety and threat detection they're the ones that are sending you messages and telling you things and kind of like kind of keeping you doing things to keep you keep life being safe so that that bad thing doesn't happen anymore and self doesn't get in the way because we don't trust self anymore because she or he let that thing happen. Okay. That's what they believe. So we have these parts. There's three parts to us. They are our exiles, our managers, and our firefighters. This is going to be a really new concept for a lot of you guys. So just bear with me and have an open mind. Stay curious around what I'm talking about. Um, it's a theory and a model called internal family systems. It's an amazing, amazing trauma informed therapy model that I'm currently um, a student of. Um, and it's been helping me so much. I have a trauma-informed therapist. I've been teaching these concepts to my clients and it's been so, so helpful with releasing, unblocking, unblending from these parts and it's, it's really, really helpful. So, and you guys can do research on it. It's called Internal Family Systems by this amazing man named Richard Schwartz. I'm having somebody come on to podcast soon, very, um, actually my therapist come on the show to talk about it, to really um, explain it better. And I'm gonna explain it the best I can tonight, but just in short way. So these parts, your managers, firefighters, and your exiles. Exiles are like, think of the wounded parts of you. These are your parts that were physically abused, raped, bullied, um, rejected, cheated on, um, had a serious illness, any, any type of trauma, physical abuse, emotional abuse, saw your mom get beat, everything, okay? These are, we call them your exiles. We say exiles because your protector parts don't want to see them anymore and they want to exile them and put them in the basement. They're your actual wounded, traumatized parts, okay? Think of them as small children. Um, whatever age you were when you experienced that trauma, that's the age that those parts are and we kind of keep them down here because they're the ones that get triggered and cry and get sad and get mad and get angry. And your, your manager and firefighter parts don't like dealing with it. They're kind of like, we gotta keep her down there, him down here. So your let's talk about your managers. Your manager parts, and listen guys, when I'm talking about this, I, it, I don't want you to think that you, you have like multiple personalities, you're bipolar, it's not like that. I'm sure there's been, there's been many times that you've had conversations with people and you've said things like, um, there's a part of me that wants to do this and there's a part of me that wants to do that. I don't know, I'm just so torn. This is what we're talking about. These are the parts that we're referencing, okay? Um, it's never been, I don't think it's ever been really fully explained in this way, but this is, it's called, it's, it's parts language, okay? Um, but I will be referencing this type of language a lot more so you guys will hear me talk about it more. So it's not that you have all these personalities, it's just that you have different parts of you in, in like 
in your internal system, okay, in your psyche. So your managers are very proactive. They're very forward thinking. They are the part of you that gets stuff done, that manages your schedule, that wants you to succeed, that wants you to look nice, that wants you to take a shower and get ready and do your hair and have a nice body and um, just do, do, do in order to protect yourself and to never let anything bad, like the exile stuff, to ever happen again, okay? So they're very, very forward thinking and they they're just they think of the future they just prevent 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 your firefighter parts are parts that are very reactive they're very present moment think of like there's a fire we got to put it out okay so they're very reactive they're very present moment focused and they're gonna deal with things that are happening right now that they're get like if you get triggered and the basement children come out they're like "Uh -uh uh-uh we don't want them to come out what do we have to do to feel good okay let's overeat let's drink let's do drugs Let's go have sex. Let's break up with him. Let's run away. Let's quit the job. Let's um, procrastinate. No, no, no. Go, go hide in bed. I'm going to put you in shutdown, complete shutdown, so you don't do anything. I'm going to make you fight them. I'm going to make you punch someone. I'm going to make you break up with them. Okay? They're very reactionary. They're very present moment. And they just want you to feel good. But they do it in kind of a, they could do it in a very crazy ass way too. These parts of us, will also cause you to create an eating disorder. They will cause you to get sick. They will make you cut yourself. I believe these parts are the parts of us that go as far as to do things like make you end your life. Um, they will make you not eat, they'll make you overeat, they will make you do anything to deal with the pain that you have right now, they just want it to end. And unfortunately, sometimes they do it in very extreme ways. Guess of these parts, guess which one of these parts makes you self-sabotage i'm gonna I'm wait let me, let me get some answers from you guys which of these parts your manager who's very forward thinking and your firefighter who's very present moment thinking trying to put out fires which of these parts do you think is the one that makes you say nope 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 we ain't doing that that's gonna hurt we can't do that we are going to lay in bed and go watch Netflix instead. We are going to stop the diet. We're gonna eat a big bowl of pasta instead of dieting. All right, you guys are awesome. Look at all the answers coming through. Firefighter, 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 manager, firefighter, firefighter. You guys are correct, ding, 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 it's firefighters. Firefighters are very reactionary. Let's say, gotta go to work today. And let's say bad things have been happening at work and you've been stressed out. You think you're going to get fired. All this weird shit's happening and you wake up in the morning and they're like, mm-mm, Gilbert, heck no. Call off. Don't go to work. Pretend you're sick. Lie. Go lie. Just stay in bed. Let's just smoke weed all day. Just fucking get drunk. Let's not go to work, right? These are your firefighters. Your firefighters are the parts that almost always are the ones that cause you to self-sabotage because they don't want to feel the pain of the thing, okay? So think about what, how, and so now that you know that you have a part of you that's, it's not you, here's the biggest thing that I want you guys to recognize. These parts love you so much. They literally, they're a part of you. They, they love your higher, highest self. They just don't trust your highest self right now because there, let's say there's been a lot of bad things that have happened. They they say, dude, Gilbert, you've been running the show and all this bad shit's happened to us. And look at all the wounded parts we have now. You haven't really been taking care of us, so we're going to take care of stuff. 
and because we don't trust you anymore. So we're, you're going to be more parts driven instead of self-led. Like the, that amazing diamond isn't leading anymore because they take over. There's two of them. They're stronger. And sometimes exile gets in it too. They all team up. They can all think of the same thought. So they all team up and they say, self, get away, get away. Yeah, self, you may have these dreams of being thin and married and live and get married and have a beautiful home and have this wonderful business and make a million dollars, but you've done all this bad shit before. And listen, it's not bad, but they deem it as bad because it's hurt them. It's hurt the, the babies, right? The kids at exiles. And so they're like, we don't trust you. So we're going we're gonna to run the show. They mean well. Their intention is to help you. Their intention is to keep you safe. That's their biggest job. But guess what? They actually don't want to do these parts. They don't want or this role. They don't want to do this. Role. They just want to like chill out and tell you to press the brake when a car in front of you breaks on the freeway so you don't get in an accident. Or they just want to tell you like don't touch the hot stove because you can get burned. Or they want to tell you like, oh my God, your alarm's going off. Go see if there's a fire or something, right? They want to do simple, simple stuff like that. They don't want to like have you be a perfectionist and a people pleaser. Like your manager parts are the parts of you that will do that kind of stuff. You have to be perfect. You have to overachieve. You have to please everybody. So everybody will like you, right? Very forward thinking. And your firefighter is going to be very self-sabotaging. They're going to try to do stuff and it's going to give you really bad results. So they have really great intention. When you notice, here's what I want to offer. When you notice that you're in self-sabotaging, self-protection behavior, this is when you can say, oh, that's my firefighter. He or she is, is it's doing its thing, right? It's trying to keep me safe. Okay, what is it trying to keep me safe from? What, what's going on here? Why does it think that starting a diet is, is a bad thing? Why doesn't it want me to do it? Okay, and you can notice it and you can have, if I wanna offer, if you can have a little bit of compassion with it, it will, just noticing it can calm it down a lot and it can free you up and maybe even let you do the thing that you're supposed to do. There's, um, so I just wanna offer that. So I'm, I'm gonna stop here and look and see if there's anything that I missed. It's like a law, I have a cousin who's 16, doesn't know his biological father. Mm. Yeah, that's so sad, Amber. Makes sense, anxiety made me quit two jobs within four months. Girl, Amber, I can relate. That's what I was gonna share. <laughs> so does all that make sense, guys, that um, they mean well, they don't really wanna be doing this, they're just trying to keep you safe, but they they don't really trust you and and because they all these bad things have happened so how do you get your protectors managers firefighters and exiles how do you get them to calm down and actually let you do the thing that you want to do actually let's before that we stop before we start there i want to tell you guys what my biggest self-sabotage behavior was for like 10 12 years i like amber quit job after job after job after job i've talked about this before i would have a job I'd be doing great I'd be super successful I'd be in it for years and then I'd make a mistake and if I made a mistake and I would get reprimanded or scolded or in trouble or written up or whatever for it I would make it mean like my manager part would get so upset my exile it would trigger my exiles like oh my god you're not smart enough you're not capable you're not worthy you're you're bad you're you're dumb whatever and I would go into like oh my god freak out and I would quit my job. Like I'd be like, I'm not. I shouldn't do this job. If if I made one mistake, that means I'm not perfect. Nope, that's it. I shouldn't have this job. And I would go from job to job to job to job. My entire twenties and early thirties. 
Um, and I did this because it, when I would make a mistake, when whenever I was faced with anything that told me or showed me or triggered my part, that my, my wounded part that, that believed that I wasn't smart or capable or worthy or valuable, I would freak out and my firefighter would say, quit the job. It's not safe there. You're, you're, it's just reminding us that we're dumb, that we're bad. We should just quit. Just quit the job. And I'd quit my jobs. I would, I would be, I'd be there for years and I would just go find another job. And then I'd be like, okay, well, I'm quitting. And then I would just leave and then go to another job. And then guess what happened at the next job? Same motherfucking thing. Because I'd take me and all my parts with me to this next job. I would make a mistake because we're fucking human and I'm going to make mistakes. I'd make a mistake. I'd get reprimanded. And then I'd go into my woe is me. My tr- I'd get triggered. I'd freak the fuck out. I'd quit my job. And then I'd go into another one. And I would think, and here's what happens with, with a, lot of, uh, a lot of people. And I think some of you guys can, can relate. We tend to think that it's an external thing that's a problem. And look, sometimes, guys, an external thing is a problem. An abusive partner, who, I wouldn't stay with a fucking abusive partner, right? That's a problem. It's not a healthy relationship. But a job where I'm doing really great at and I have been there for years and I'm succeeding and I make one mistake, there, there's no problem there. But my parts would tell me, yeah, like you made a huge mistake. Okay, a lot of you guys can relate to this. Um, uh, I would make, and it would say, you, we have to go. We like, we're not. They're gonna. It's gonna keep on triggering us. We're just, we're just a big bad, un, invaluable, unworthy, not smart, not capable. We gotta go another job. And so, what it, it prevented me from like really knowing what it was that I wanted to do in life because I was always changing and going and going to new places thinking okay now I can't do law okay now I can't work in the medical field okay now I can't work in the financial services field like I would just go from place to place to place thinking they were the problem that wasn't the problem I just didn't know how to manage myself when I was faced with something that triggered a past wound yeah and if I would have stayed I would have worked through it and I would have just known like, no, I'm okay. Like, yes, I made a mistake. It's okay. Nothing's wrong. People make mistakes. And I would have just kept my job. But this is what trauma does. We, we really believe our wounded parts. We believe all those limited limiting beliefs. And so we go and try to fix it externally when really what we have to do is go inside and heal it. Okay. I see a lot of comments. So I wanted to see what people were saying. So Amber said the anxiety made her quit her jobs. Yeah, girl. Uh, so I mean, it definitely makes sense how we do get to the root trauma. Yeah. Why Ortega? Per- perpetual contemplation that you wouldn't believe my shit. I would believe it because I've heard it all. <laughs> um, beautiful. Three says, preach it, sister. Manuel says, I respect what you say, but men need to know when to be a man and not. Women need to know when to be a woman. Yep. Um, Gilbert, uh, LR 1998 says, totally me with jobs. Um, Rangel Clarabelle says, for me, it seems like guy to guy. Yes, this happens a lot in relationships too, guys. We tend to think that the other person is a problem. And, um, we think, oh my God, I always choose horrible guys. Oh, I always choose janky chicks. And sometimes it's, we keep up, keep up, we keep coming up against the same problem. And it stands to reason, like, if I, if I keep on coming up against the same problem, is where, where's, where's the common denominator? Okay, so I'm still, it's always me, and I'm still coming up against the same issue with every person. Maybe it's time to kind of look, be introspective and see what's going on and why it's happening, yeah? Um, we, 
we can get triggered um, and want to leave relationships when people are doing things that trigger like abandonment or rejection wounds or if they have let's say you're dating a woman who has a lot of guy friends and it freaks you out because you've been cheated on before and you think that she's going to cheat on you because she has a bunch of guy friends you may break up with her because you're like she's going to cheat on me she's she's not trustworthy when really you just need to deal with the fact you need to there's probably some healing that needs to happen around that um, infidelity that happened before and if you did you'd be okay with knowing that there, people can have friends so the opposite sex and you probably wouldn't break up with her yeah um what was the woke moment for you that made you want to heal your trauma oh my marriage my marriage ended because i was triggered by my husband's drinking and i realized that he his drinking like i thought he was the problem and it was actually alcohol him drinking that triggered me because it re- triggered my um wound with my dad my dad used to drink and abuse my mom and so when i realized that it wasn't my husband that was a problem it was the drinking and the alcohol was the trigger that reminded me of it that was my wake-up call um my marriage ending and sometimes it has to be something really big like that huh like we have to hit rock bottom and say fuck i'm the problem right like i used to think it was him and it wasn't I would say I wanted to break up with my ex every time we had a conflict. Yes, that happens a lot. That's like the same thing with my job, right? There was conflict in my relationship with my boss. And I'd be like, I got to go. This is scary. I can't handle it, right? I didn't know how to handle conflict at all. Um, Elena said that, and that's a very good point. I feel every guy is out to hurt me. Right, that makes sense. My Ruth Beauty said, oh my God, that was me. Amber said, is there something wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. You're perfect. <laughs> we'll get into that. Okay, so that's me with life in general. I get stuck on my mistakes instead of all the good I do. Queen B makes so much sense. I do not. Do I work with law enforcement? What do you mean? Like, I've had. A, I have a client, an upcoming client who works for Customs. Customs. He's in D.C. So, do I have clients that work with law enforcement? In law enforcement, yes. I don't work with law enforcement directly, but I would love to. Everybody needs to get trauma-informed. Trauma still, um, Matt, I don't know how to say your name. Trauma still was there as a living barrier to doing my best in my first trial. Um, Trying to work with my trauma as a female prosecutor so that I can be the best at my job for my community. Oh, that's, yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah, oh, I can see how that can, that can affect your, your work as, as, um, as a prosecutor. Oh, yeah, so much. That makes so much sense. Can you tell me what your name is? I don't want to mess up your name. Um, you're welcome, Wrangle Carbell. Okay, so let's talk about how do we fix this? Who wants to know how we stop self-sabotaging? Um, I keep doing this with my boyfriend of two years. I keep pushing him away when he keeps trying to help and love me. Magdalena, okay. Nice to meet you. Um, so we're going to talk about how we stop it. One is the awareness of it, okay? Now that you guys know, when you find yourself in a situation where you're breaking up with people, you're quitting the jobs, you're um, not letting people love you, you're not following through on a diet, on a goal, on something, it's first to understand and know it's your nervous system, your parts, trying to keep you safe from the thing that you're trying to do, okay? Nothing wrong there, your body is amazing, Sorry, I heard a noise and it freaked me out. <laughs> I have a big back window and it's open. I should close it because it freaks me out. People can see inside and I can't see outside. Um, and I'm home alone. 
Um, so, um, so first it's recognizing, okay, this is just my protector parts. How beautiful, how beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. They don't want me to go to work today. They don't want to go out with friends tonight. They, they think something they're threatening. They don't want me to be in this relationship because they're scared it's going to get hurt. They don't want me to start the diet because it's going to deprive me or whatever it is. Okay. Just recognizing it. Huge, huge step and have compassion with yourself instead of beating yourself up. Compassion is awareness is first. Compassion is two. We have to befriend these parts, guys, our managers and our managers, our firefighters and our wounded parts because they're a part of us. And but when we don't have awareness around them, we're kind of blended in with them. And what we want to do is we want to unblend from them and be more in your self energy. When you have awareness around it, you're more you're more self led and you're not parts driven. The, for me, when I'm working with clients, my goal is always this is all I'm thinking. I want to get them unblended from their parts, not parts driven, not being run by their protectors, but by their trauma. Right. And I want them more self-led. I want them in that energy of like that perfect diamond that knows that they can do anything and they have awareness around what all of their traumatized parts are doing. Hold on, guys. I need to check something real quick on my computer. Um, so that's always the goal. If you remember that, that's, that's the ultimate goal. That's how you know you're healing is if you are have more self-awareness when you're more in your in your self-led part and you can see what all your parts are doing that's like a huge huge way of knowing that you're healing more because when you have a lot of trauma you're way more your parts are really loud they're like don't do this don't do that they're really hyper vigilant they're always trying to make you do stuff or they're always trying to protect you from doing stuff or they're always getting triggered okay that's how you know you're more in your trauma and the goal is if you have awareness around them that means you're not in it and you're more, you're in self automatically. That's such a big deal. That's a huge, 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 um, point of distinction to note that you're in, in healing mode because you have awareness around it. I remember the times where I had no awareness about my trauma. I just, everything felt true. Everyone's trying to get me. Everyone's bad. Everyone's like hurtful. The world isn't safe. Jobs are bad. People are bad. My husband's trying to fucking kill me by drinking. Like I, everything was scary. I didn't have awareness around it. I was just in my parts. I believed them all. So no, having awareness and then having compassion. Saying thanks. Oh, thank you so much, Mr. Firefighter. I see what you're doing. You're trying to. You're trying to get me to stay home. Okay, good. If when that happens, you can. This is an exercise you can do. Okay. There's two. There's two main exercises I, I want to offer for you. One is you can sit and you can kind of, um, I always put my hand over my chest. I don't know why, like I just make, I feel like I, I'm more in tune with myself. I'm going internal. So you can sit and kind of lean into that part, into that firefighter, firefighter part and kind of say, okay, thank you. I see what you're trying to do. I appreciate it so much. What are you trying to keep me safe from? Okay. What, what do you, what, what is out there? That's a little too scary for me. What, what are you trying to keep me safe from? And if you get quiet, I promise you, your part will tell you. I know it sounds a little weird, but they will. They will tell you. They'll say, that date, what if he breaks our heart? If we go on a date, something bad's going to happen. If we go to work today, what if we get fired? Like, because we got yelled at last week. What if we try that diet and we fail again because we tried already five times and now we're just going to be a loser one more time? What if... We go to the gym and people see us and they make fun of us and they think we're fat and we're in our workout clothes and we look stupid. Everybody knows what they're doing and we look dumb. We shouldn't go. 
There's always some, there's always a reason that your part is trying to keep you safe and away from the thing. It's threatening to, to, to you in some way. Okay. So it will always, it will always tell you another way. If, if you feel like you can't hear it or it's not like you're not getting awareness around it, there's another exercise you could do. You can do a mapping, a parts mapping. So you can get a piece of paper and you can in the middle, um, write self. Okay, like a big circle. And then you could do circles, like little lines outside of it. And write as many things as you can that come up for you. Like, let, let's say the thing is, um, let's say, start the diet. Let's say that's the thing that you're having issue with. Like, you're noticing you can't move forward with a diet. Okay? You write that on the bottom corner somewhere. And then you write down, you kind of like say, okay, I want to know why I'm not able to do the diet. And you are going to write down all the things that come up for you all the things have like a, I call it a thought download or a feeling download get everything out on paper and see all the things that come up for you to find out what what's the reason it thinks that that thing is safe and sweetie you gonna be surprised to damn self <laughs> you're gonna see all kinds of stuff you'll probably see some of the things that I just mentioned we're not gonna be able to eat all the things that we like to eat if 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 I go to the gym, the kids are going to be mad because I'm not going to be home all the time. My husband's going to be mad because I'm going to the gym and I'm not home. If I lose the weight, I'm going to get all skinny and beautiful and my husband's going to feel threatened and maybe he'll, it'll end our marriage. It's expensive to lose weight. I don't have the money to buy all the groceries and stuff that I need to buy all the healthy food. Let your fucking mind go all out. And listen, I'm just, these are things that I used to think when I was dieting before, when I was with my ex, cause I was like 25 pounds overweight and I would try and try and try and try, could not fucking diet. Those were all things I thought that were literally keeping me from it. And I believed them. Yeah, my kids are gonna miss me. I'm selfish because I'm taking time for myself. I'm not being a good mom. I'm not being a good wife cause I'm leaving and going to work out for myself. I'm spending too much money on food. Oh my God, I'm gonna have to cook two different meals cause my kids have to eat one. My husband and me, I have to eat another one. Um, so many things. I'm gonna have to spend a lot of money on clothes because I'm gonna lose all this weight. I don't, I don't really have the money to do that. Um, my friends are gonna get jealous, all these things. And you'll be able to see all the thoughts you have around it. Here's what I like. I want to offer. After you do that, try and figure out which of your parts is saying each of the things. Is it a manager? Is it an exile? Is it a firefighter? Remember, your firefighters are very reactive, very present moment focused. They want to make you feel good. They want to avoid bad pain. Um, and your your managers are saying we got to think of the future. We got to be perfect and we got to look a certain way and we got to do all these certain things. And your exiles, those are your wounded parts. And they're the ones that are kind of like injured and sad. And they're like, it's, we can't do it. We've never been able to do, it. we didn't do it before. We probably can't do it this time. It's the, it's those types of parts. And you'll be able to see, Oh, and after you do that, you may have like five, 10 reasons that are, you'll see that are keeping you from doing the thing. And once you have that, and then you can see what parts are keeping you from it. That alone, I think, is a really big deal. So you can see what's going on in your internal system that's keeping you from moving forward. First of all, I hope that brings you a lot of like reassurance or just kind of understanding around yourself so you can see that like, oh, it's I'm not dumb. I'm not lazy. I'm smart. I know what to do. Everybody knows how to fucking lose weight, right? Everybody knows how to find a man or a girlfriend. 
everybody knows how to get a job. Everybody know, for the most part, you can, you know how to like start a business if you even have to, right? Or how to get a divorce or how to do like anything, right? We all know how to do it. Everybody knows the how, but the why, the reason we can't do things is all this stuff, right? So hopefully when you see all this stuff, you know the how, now you know what, what's preventing you. This I hope brings you a lot of peace so that you know that your, there's, your higher self is the one that creates your goals, okay? Your higher self is perfect, it's very courageous, it's confident, it wants to connect with people, it feels um, very clear, it's very creative, it's courageous, um, it has a lot of compassion, all these C words. Um, when you're in self-energy, when you're being led by your higher perfect self that doesn't believe any of the trauma or any of those parts, it it knows that any goal you have it's, is possible and it will move forward with that goal. Even if it's a little scary, because your, yourself can get a little scared because it's like, well, we've never started a business before. It is scary. But it's like, I'm fucking smart. I can do anything. And it will still move forward. Yourself will always get you to your goals because it believes in you and it knows you're perfect. So when you see that you're being parts driven on, on the goal, that's self-sabotaging, right? The parts are, are keeping you from the goal. Hopefully you can see, okay, most of those things probably aren't very true. I would, I would, I would offer when I've done this with many exercises for myself, that shit's not true. Okay. Thanks manager. Like I can see it really clearly that all of it is fear driven. Most of, if anything is, it's almost all fear driven. Sometimes you have a self in there giving you a message, but for the most part, it's all really parts driven and we don't want to be parts driven. Parts is all trauma. Parts is all protector. Parts is all fear. It means well, but it keeps you from living your highest potential. It keeps you from your highest self goals, the part that is able to make all these goals. Okay. Does that make sense for you guys? Do you guys have any questions on all that part yet? I'm going to go back and read a little bit. I'm used to being judged that I will skip out on so many social events when I get limited. Yeah, Amber. That's, yeah, that's like probably like an exile. It doesn't want to get judged. It doesn't want to believe that it's not worthy or beautiful or whatever, smart, capable. And so it's like, don't, let's not go, right? And it'll keep you from having wonderful memories and experiences and all these great things um, because of, of our beliefs. I'm actually putting up a video about that tonight. Um, I got awareness, but struggle with compassion with myself. Yeah, compassion is it's not an easy thing. It takes practice. Have patience with yourself. Notice where you're not having compassion. Um, a, a inner critic is is like a man. It's like it's like a man. It could be a manager or a firefighter. It's one of your protector parts. Um, critic is one of your protectors. See, you're, you couldn't do it. You didn't do it. Whenever you notice you have self criticism, self talk like that, it's not your. It's not self talk. It's your protector. It's telling you these things to remind you. See, you did that again. We can't do this. Stay, don't do that anymore. Stay safe, right? It's not true though. Um, Self-compassion is crucial in healing. Yes, it is. I'm, I give myself so many internal hugs a day. Oh my God, like 742. <laughs> um, it's one of the best skills I've cultivated for myself. I used to be so self-critical. My self-critic, that part of me was, a, she was loud, but she's quiet down so much. Doesn't I don't beat myself up too too often. They give you they give you anxiety. What gives you anxiety, Rose Darling? Um, I can't even go into a big retail store without thinking everyone is watching me. That makes sense, Amber. That makes sense. 
it's so fair especially if you've been judged before sometimes like we've had like let's say you were like younger and you did like a um what are those called like talent shows or something and people like booed you or you didn't get the response that you wanted it's very very traumatizing as a kid that can make you think no like you have to hide you, you shouldn't be seen stay isolate your firefighter will tell you stay down don't come out ever no and think about what that happens does it keep you safe yes whatever your protective parts do they keep you safe but they also keep you from experiencing some of the best things in life memories making experiences falling in love having spending time with friends cultivating amazing amazing relationships right your parts are always going to keep you safe but they don't have you living a full life that you should live with your higher self right leaning into the heart chakra yes Yes, Queen B. Does anyone else laugh when they are in uncomfortable situations? I do. You, yeah, I've learned to. I didn't before, but yeah. People are saying me, 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 same. What are you guys referring to? Um, people need... <laughs> Manuel, Estrada, here's what I wanna offer. Please be nice here. This is a very, very um, kind community. People here have experienced a lot of um, detrimental things in their past. Quitting is not something that people intentionally want to do. It's something that people do to protect themselves. If you can have a little bit more patience and compassion for these people that you see quitting, if I can understand if you're very strong-minded and you follow through on a lot of the things that you do. And so when you see other people not doing it, you can assume that they're lazy or they're just quitting. But nobody wants to quit. No, I never wanted to quit any of my jobs I had. I wanted to be consistent. I wanted to be um, professional. I would all my I one of the things I struggled with the most was like seeing all my friends and family be really consistent with their jobs and I would cry in bed at night. I would be so sad and beat myself up. Why can I be like anybody else? Why can I keep my jobs? Why do I keep quitting? Nobody wants to do this. We don't want this behavior. It's not something that our highest self wants to do. Nobody wants to like isolate themselves or not be with friends or not be in relationships or start the jobs or quit things. But our parts are like giving us messages that we believe and that we when we hear them we follow through on it because it keeps us safe and it makes us avoid the pain that we see is out there so um i understand you think it's weak-minded it's not weak-minded it really isn't um it's it that's that's not what's going on here you this is a trauma-informed space and if you're gonna be here i want to offer please have compassion and not make comments like that because people here aren't quitting and no one's weak-minded there's things going on in their body. There's things that have happened to them in their past life that's creating reactions, personalities, behaviors, and emotions and thoughts and stories and results in their life. No one wants to do this stuff. No one would purposely try to fucking sabotage and quit all their shit. I might kick you off here. Um, you're welcome, guys. So just have compassion, please. Like, it's not... No one here ever wants to have those like like nobody 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 wants to quit nobody wants to not be in relationships or be overweight or like not have their job it's a really painful existence it really is it's it's i struggled with this for almost 15 years and it was painful painful it's what's even more painful is people who know everything and they're not moving forward on their goals like you know i know how many books i read and things that i did like my brain knew it all i had so much gas in the tank and my motherfucking engine was broken i could not turn on the ignition i could not press on the gas it was impossible and that's the case for a lot of people who experience a lot of trauma 
it's just not possible for them. They don't have the capacity to do it. Yes, I am saving this life. The protector parts give me anxiety. It feels like I'm battling myself. I know better, but gosh, they never shush. It, initially, I could see, Rose Darling, how they can make you feel anxious. Um, here's what I want to offer. The, right now, when I hear you say that, like it's giving you anxiety. Um, when you are in your um, self-energy, when you're really operating from your, like, your, your, that self that I talked about that's really courageous, compassionate, and whatever, if you're not having compassion around your parts, you're not in your self energy. You're probably, right now you're being, you're in another part. Like there's like a, a part that doesn't like your other parts. We have very, we have some self-like parts that feel like you're in self. I have many of those chicks. Um, and they feel like self, but they're self-like and they're not. So um, I wanna offer that right now. Like if you're looking at your parts, when you're in self, energy you when you're looking at your parts you have a lot of compassion for them you're able to have kindness and love and um empathy and I, compassion is the best word that i can offer so if you're if you're looking at them with like anger or hate um, um notice if it, it's you're probably in just another part of you maybe um and and that's okay that's okay um you're you're not you're not used to this and knowing that you have all these other parts can be a little overwhelming so it makes a lot of sense but just notice when you are in more self-led energy, you won't feel that way with them. You'll have more compassion with them, okay? Um, take time for yourself. Lost my first husband 11 years ago after. Mm. I'm sorry, Ringo Clarabelle. <coughs> sorry. Oh, that's horrible. Okay. You're welcome, you're welcome. And listen, Manuel, I wasn't trying to like be a dick. I was just trying to like make you understand that this community is like, there's a lot of people here with a lot of stuff going on. And I wasn't like trying to bash you in any way or like be mean. I just wanted you to understand, like have more trauma informed approach to what you were seeing here. Oh, you guys are welcome. Um, okay, so once you guys have done the map, and you're able to see all the parts that are doing all the thinking around that part. Here's what I want to offer. Um, take another sheet of paper and now look at it from, try to access some self-energy, okay? You can sit, get a little quiet, kind of go into yourself, and uh, you can feel yourself in the seat that you're sitting in, feel your feet on the ground, your floor, your feet touch the ground, and kind of feel into that. Just go in and ask self to come and help you. And you can just say, um, I'd like to access self and just more of that higher energy, that, that positive energy. And when you feel like you have a little bit of that in your system where you're feeling some compassion, where you're feeling a little bit of calm, calmness, um, get a piece of paper. And then the thing that you're trying to do, the first one we said we were trying to lose weight. So now if, you're, if you look at losing weight, right, or starting the diet or going to the gym, whatever it is that you're trying to do, and you're looking at it from a more self-led place, say. And when you're more self-led, remember all those words that I used, calm, creative, you're courageous, you're um, confident, you are clear, you're compassionate. Um, there's one more, I can't think of it. It'll come to me. Curious, curious is another one. Curiosity is a great, great, great quality to cultivate. 
So when you're in that space and you're saying losing weight, lose 25 pounds, let's say what it is. And now when you're in more self-led energy, you feel very safe. You feel very connected to people. You feel very trusting. You feel, um, again, very courageous. There's no blocks. You feel very like opportunity, like things aren't impossible. You And listen, I don't think you guys are going to be able to believe that completely, just as long as you can access a little bit of that self-energy, okay? And now if you're looking at that goal from that place, what does that, what would your goal, how would you think about it? How would you now approach it? Okay. And you can write down a couple things. If only one thing comes to mind, that's totally fine. One thing is enough. One thing is totally enough. How would you look at losing weight if you were looking at it from a very safe space, from a very connected space, from a place of anything's possible. Like I really can do it. I have the ability to do anything I want in my life. I have the ability to, um, to just complete any goal. Um, people are going to support me. Um, yeah, I may have not done it before in the past, but I think this time it's actually going to work. Think of that ventral vagal energy that I talk about. Um, the energy that is very, um, yeah, safe and connected. You feel good with people. Okay. You feel good with, um, expressing yourself. You feel, it's just mostly you feel really, really safe. Okay. So I'm going to give you guys some ideas of how I might look at, um, um, oh, I hope it's not cutting out. Is it cutting out for you guys? Is the light cutting out? I haven't had any disconnection in, in the video, so I hope it's fine. Um, if you're looking at working out from a very safe space, from a very um, ventral space, um, hold on one second. Sorry, guys. Um, sorry, I'm texting. I'm boo. All right. So if you're looking at it from a very safe space, how might this goal look? How might it feel? Okay. So I want to give you guys some ideas of what I would look like, um, working out or losing weight. Okay. From a very safe space, a very ventral vagal, green, amazing space. If you guys don't know what ventral vagal is, <laughs> I can't go into it. It'll take too long. So it just means that you feel really safe and you feel like anything's possible. Okay. So if I was looking at losing weight from that space, I would say, this time it's going to work because I'm super committed to this goal. Okay. That's one thought. Maybe that's all you need this time. I really think it can work. I really believe that I have the ability to do it this time because I really, really want it this time. Maybe that's all you have right now. Okay. That's okay. Okay. What's it? What's another, and listen, you guys, if you guys want to chime in and offer some ideas, I would love to see what you guys would think of. Um, if you're looking at, at a diet or losing weight from a very safe space, okay? Um, another thing that I would say is my family supports any goal that I'm really passionate about, right? Maybe before you thought like your husband was going to get mad at you or your boyfriend or your kids were going to get upset with you, okay? Um, but if you're looking at it from a place that like you feel supported by people, people love you, it's like my husband's going to watch the kids because he wants the best for me because he knows that I'm really passionate about this. So my, my family's gonna support any, any goal that I have, okay? Um, let's say maybe there's, it's, there's a money block for you, okay? I am determined to finding out, to, um, to, to making the money any way I can so that I can create this goal, 
So let's, let's say money was a block because you thought like food was going to be really expensive and you didn't know how to manage the money around like buying like the fresh fruit and healthy food that you need. Okay. I'm committed to doing whatever it takes to creating the money that I need. And I know I have the ability to, to have re mental resources to come up with that. Okay. Maybe that's another one. Um, you're capable of anything your heart desires. I love that. Love that one. Um, Let's see what else. What was it, some of the other ones that we wrote down? We said, um, um, I'm trying to think of the negative things that we said so I can kind of give an opposite one. We said, um, oh, I forgot. Okay, so I'll just think of another one. Um, even though it didn't work before, I believe this time is different. It is different. You're, you're coming from a plate. Now you know about your parts. Now you know about ventral vagal energy. Now you know about trauma healing. It, you're in a different place, right? It's, now I'm older. Now I'm wiser. I've learned a little bit more. I Now um, I have a gym membership, and I know that if I have the gym membership, that's going to make it make it easier, okay? Um, and write down all the safe, ventral, self-led ideas that come for you around this, okay? Hopefully you guys can come up with a ton of different ones. Um, my body is strong and able to do this. I love that one, Susie, that's amazing, yes. The same body that gained the weight has the capacity to heal itself and get back to the weight. I was once, let's say, let's say, you wanna, let's say you're 175 pounds right now and you wanna get down to 150 pounds. Like, I was once 150 pounds. So if I was 150 pounds before, I have the ability to get to 150 pounds Again, my body has muscle memory and it will get there, okay? I'm committed to this goal this time. Um, I will do anything it takes to really achieve this, right? So write down all the things. You can see how different, guys, your self-led, ventral, safe and connected thoughts are from your parts-driven, fearful ideas around this goal, right? And which would you rather, which, which would you rather work with? I don't know about y'all, but the self-led stuff is gangster, right? And listen, initially, um, especially let's say it's let's say it's something that you've never done before. Let's say it's not dieting. Every small step matters. Oh, I love that one. That one's so good, Susie. Yeah, every day it's like right. Like every new thing is every every step along the way. Like moving forward is so important. If I just take one step at a time. Um, that's so good. I love that one. I love those. Those are so good. Um, what was I saying before? Oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, I forgot. If you guys can remind me. <laughs> um, if you could see how drast drastically different they are. And here I want to give you guys like some mindset strategies. Because I used to be a mindset coach and that was like my motherfucking jam. Initially, I'm going in the right direction in my life. Oh, I love that. That's so good. I'm at Boston. Can't hear you, but everyone else. Listen to her. She's amazing and worth the money. Aw, thank you, Dodger She's one of my clients. I'm working with her right now. Thanks, Maria. I appreciate it so much. You're doing so good. Oh my god, I can't wait to meet you. Meet with you Monday. Um, so, um, I keep on fucking losing my train. Of oh, mindset stuff. Okay. So now that you've seen all the thoughts that you're having and feelings you're having from a safe and connected, self-led space, you're seeing all your parts-driven stuff. And now, I mean, again, who do you want? Who do you want running the show? Initially, your parts are still gonna come up, guys. Your parts, are, they're there, they're so important, they're so beautiful, they're so valuable, they're protectors. 
they're still going to protect you around stuff. So listen, you might have to make the decision to move forward on your goal every single day, right? It's a daily decision, especially like if you're dieting, if you're starting a business, if you, if you get a divorce and you have to decide to like move out and like stay out of the relationship or break up with someone or, or start dating and you're like, oh my God, dating feels so hard. I got to date and be in this relationship. It feels so scary. You have to make the decision every single day. Try to access that self energy. Um, tell your protector parts like, thank you. I see you. I love you so much. But can you guys just back down a little bit so I can like, look, I've got you. I know you guys aren't used to me self, you know, Maria, what so all your guys' names, Gilbert, Manuel, everybody running the show, Susie. You guys aren't used to me doing this stuff because I know I've there's been a lot of stuff that's happened to us in the past, but this version of me is doing all the work, it's doing the healing, it's reading all the books, I'm getting the coach, I'm just seeing the therapist, I'm doing all these things. I'm really different. I want to show you that I can do it. L let me show you guys that I'm able to do this thing. And then that way you get and guess what happens? When you're running the show a little bit more. Let's say you go to the gym once and you eat really well. Then you do it the next day. And listen, start one meal at a time. I always tell my clients, start small and start slow. I'm not going to say, go to the gym five days a week and fucking no fast food, no unhealthy food. Cut out all sugar. Cut out all bread. <laughs> Bitch, that shit ain't going to work. It never works. Don't do that. Start slow. Start small. It never fucking works. When I started dieting, guess what I would do? I would go to the gym for five fucking minutes. Literally, guys, I would go for five fucking minutes because I hated going to the gym. My body rejected it so much. So I had to work with my most resistant part. And my resistant part was my fucking firefighter. It was terrified of going to the gym. It didn't want to get hurt. It, pain meant abuse, meant my dad beating my mom. It was terrified. I, it would, I would get triggered so much whenever I thought about putting pain on, on my body. I hated it so i had to just show it i said let me let me show you that we can do this i'll start slow it's not gonna hurt we're gonna you know we'll take aspirin we'll fucking do whatever just let me show you that we can do this and i would go for five minutes drive my ass it took longer to go to the drive to the gym than i fucking spent the time there right go for five minutes it's like am i really gonna leave all i'm committing to is five minutes and i would go i probably did that for a week and then I would stay for 10 minutes. And then I would stay for 15 minutes. Then I started staying for 30 minutes. And I would stay for 40 minutes. And then I would end up, eventually I ended up, I would go to the gym for like an hour. I loved it, right? Because here's, it got easier. Here's why it gets easier, guys, is because your parts learn. Annabelle's being consistent. She's doing it and she's showing up for herself. She's like keeping her word and she's not backing down on her goals. When we set a goal, guys, and we don't follow through on it, guess what our parts do? No, pues. Yeah, bitch. See, I told you. See? You, you said you were going to do it, but now you just did it again like you did last time. And we betray ourselves. We betray our goals. We betray our parts. And they say, see, this is why we can't let you lead. We have to be in control. You need to shut the fuck up and you need to stay down there. This is why we keep you down there. We're going to run the show. And this is why our trauma, our parts, run the show. And they try to keep you safe. And they try to, try to keep you away from people and no relationships. And just just nothing. No happiness, no fulfillment, no abundance, no love, none of the things. Keeping our word to ourselves is so, so important. It gets really lost. Like, like we, I think um, it does get said a lot in this community. Like, 
Don't betray yourself. Keep your word to yourself. Keep your promises. But this is the bigger reason, guys. This is why if I'm, if, I hope you guys can see the bigger picture that your parts get very upset with you and they get very hurt and they think they're, they're parts of you. They're people that are literally personalities just like you inside of you, different versions of you that get really hurt when you don't, when you say you're going to do something and then you don't do it. They're like, mm. she did it again. She picked another asshole relationship. See, this is why we don't, this is why we don't like you. This is why we keep you down here. And this is why we run the show and we keep you stuck and we don't have you, we have you isolated and we have you overweight and we have you in a job you hate and we have you in a marriage that sucks and we have you working in a job you hate. Like, you know what I mean? And this is why we, we don't do this. This is why we have to be more self-led and we show them, I got you guys. So it's so important to keep your, when you're keeping your word to yourself, you're always, you're also keeping your word to your parts and you're showing them that you got them, that you respect them and that you're going to follow through and you're not betraying yourself. You're not betraying yourself. You're not betraying your parts. Because when you do, it just creates more trauma. It creates more distrust in yourself and they just bash you down even more and then they continue to run the show. And they're still loud and the critic is loud and all that stuff. Does that make sense, guys? I'm going to look at, see if there's any more. Roof, oh, 21 said I'm going in the right direction. Good. It's hard for me to start something and stay on track. Start, Gilbert, start slow, start, start small. Yeah? What you teach your parts is consistency follow through that you have its back that you have their back that you'll do these things for yourself and slowly they they start getting quiet they get quiet they get quiet and they and this is why you notice when people like start diets or whatever they at first it's hard right like it's like oh it's a lot of work and it's a new habit that you're learning your brain doesn't want to do the new habit it doesn't understand it it's just too much for it our brain always wants to do the least resistance, right? Um, and it wants to do things that are really easy. It creates, your brain thinks something that is easy, that something that it's done before. So anything that's new, it's not easy. So it like doesn't want to do it. It will always talk you out of doing something that's new, which is crazy, but because it's, it's your brain and your nervous system are responsible for so many things, you guys. They're responsible for keeping you alive, for thinking, for beating your heart, for pumping your blood, for your lungs, your fucking, your bacteria, your gut, your all that shit, your muscles, everything that's going on inside. I can't even think your respiratory. I can't even think of everything. It's so busy. So tasks and new things like your brain wasn't there to make you successful. Your brain was not built to make a million dollars. Your brain is not built to have a successful marriage. It's to keep you alive. That's it. That's it. It's primitive job is like, if you think about it from like back in the days, like it's just, it's just there to like find you food and kill the tigers. And that's it. Keep you alive and keep you safe. And so when you'd say, let's go make a beautiful body, it's like, what the fuck? That's not my job. I'm just beating your heart and, and, and you just gotta go eat, you know, eat a little something. Like, what are you trying to do? It's just too much work. So anything new is gonna think of it as a big task. When you do something over and over and over, you start creating a habit loop. It's like, oh. So when Gilbert, oh, Gilbert's going to the gym all the time now. Okay, this is, if you do something a lot, it says, this is important. I'm going to create what's called a neural pathway in your brain because I need to do this over and over and over. You, if you do it a lot, it's going to say this is a habit and this is important to Annabelle. So I'm going to make you literally not even have to think to do this anymore. And it just becomes autopilot. You, how, how much do you have to think when you start your car and drive? 
you do there's so many fucking things that you have to do to start a car to drive but we don't even think about it because we've done it so many times your brain has created this like habit loop of it it's like you go in shut that engine da, 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 brake, like, like there's like so many things you do but because you do it so often your brain has created a really deep neural pathway it will do this for any new habit that you have any new business you want any new relationship any new thing just got to do it do it slow do it small and it will say oh okay this is important to Susie. she actually really like eating healthy is really easy or, or really important to her i see her eating her grilled chicken and her vegetables and her fish and her quinoa whatever the fuck you eat when you're healthy <laughs> all the shit i eat i eat boring food um although i had pizza today it was so good um and when you do it consistently, it will then create a habit loop and then it becomes easier and easier and easier to do the thing. It will stop self-sabotaging, right? Your parts will say, this is important. She actually follow through. We can trust Susie to do this thing. We'll back down. No more protection, no more self-sabotage. I'm gonna let her move forward and do that. And if you think about it in terms of like a relationship, let's say you're always picking asshole people. You always just choose like not really good people or you run away from people all the time because you're you listen to your parts and they tell you to break up with them um it's it's gonna feel hard right to start dating again and then um when you start dating it it's gonna want to run again it's gonna be like oh something bad happened we got to break up with this motherfucker right but if you stay and you show your parts and you say listen parts listen firefighter i've got it he really is a good person. I see that this one thing that happened can, it feels like that past thing. And, and in the past, I usually like fucked up and did this, but trust me, I'm listening to Annabelle, my coach. And she suggested I do this. I'm going to like, I want to show you that I really got this and I'm picking better people. My, my picker is better. This person's actually really good. I just got to stay with it. Even though it feels uncomfortable to date this person because you think you're, you're going to get hurt stay there you look at it from a very ventral space right get step back from it and say self well how would self look at this relationship if it feels scary okay he hasn't done anything to me that um that constitutes that i can't trust him right now i've been judging him based on fulano and roberto and marcos and brad and john they all fucked me right not and not in a fucking good way <laughs> they fucked me up they cheated on me um so but 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 homie, Chris, is amazing, right? He's good so far. He hasn't done anything bad. And firefighter, I know you're, you're going by all these other guys, but so far, he's good. So if you look at it from a venture space, Chris has been really nice and he's been respectful. We had one little like disagreement, but it wasn't anything big. I wasn't betrayed or dece dece deceived. I almost said deceived. Deceited. The fuck? Deceited. Is that a word? <laughs> we gonna make it a word today. Um, so, um, you just say, I got it. I'm going to, I'm going to look at him from like, if I knew he was never going to hurt me, this is an exercise that I'm doing right now. Cause I'm dating someone new and I really like him. And there's parts of me that get scared. My, my exiles get fucking triggered. I feel like I'm going to get abandoned all the time because I have abandonment wounds. And, um, what I do is I, I've done this exercise from a ventral place and I say, um, one of the biggest things is he's never done anything to me and he's wonderful. I want to judge him based on his character, not my past experiences. I want to look at it from. 
fucking i feel like there's someone in my backyard it's freaking me the shit out i hate hearing you know what i have cats we have cats like neighbor cats that always go in my backyard they just jump around from fucking house to house i keep hearing that it freaks me out my booze on his way he's coming over so i'll be fine um and then i have all you guys here so if somebody fucking gets me you guys can help me oh my god it's my daughter getting here hey boo i'm on a live you want to come and say hi to everybody? Not come here, come say hi. Oh, here, you just want to see my baby? This is Alyssa Taylor. Are you She's drunk? my boo. No, am I drunk? This is Alyssa. Hi. She's 21. <laughs> she just got her certificate in massage therapy. She's a certified masseuse. Oh my God, how amazing is that? It's not called a masseuse. Oh, what are you called? Massage therapist. A masseuse has a very wrong connotation, huh? Oh, thanks. She's closing the window. Thanks. She doesn't like these windows open, neither do I. That's my boo-boo. She's 21. Can you guys believe I have a 21-year-old daughter? I can't. She's 21. She's a boyfriend. She's a massage therapist. I can't. I can't! Okay, where were we? Um, oh, yes, the relationship stuff. Um, if you're looking at it from a very safe space, right? It's so different. It's so, so different. Like, um, what else did I write on the good part? Hold on, let me think. Let me think of what I wrote on the good stuff. Um... And you guys can come up with some stuff. I'd love to, I'd love to hear your guys' ideas. You guys, have, you guys are all very, there's lots of self-led energy here. I love it how you guys are coming up with stuff. Um, he, um, um, I, I'm, I'm focused on bringing very ventral, safe, connected energy to the relationship. And I'm optimistic about um, where we're going. We have a lot in common. We have a great connection. And the fucking sex is amazing. I don't know. Like, you know, things like that as many great things as you can point out about the person. If you, here's the, here's the part that I focus on when I'm looking at something like that. If you knew that this person loved you, there's a cricket in my bathroom. Oh my God. We have crickets all over our fucking house. These loud ass bitches that are, I'm going to have George kill it. He's coming over right now. Um, if you look at it, like he loves me or she loves me. She's never going to leave me. She will be with me forever. And she loves everything about me. How would you approach that relationship? Guys, so different, right? How, think about that. How would you approach a relationship? Because most of the time when we're in relationships and we're scared and we sabotage shit, it's because we think they're going to hurt us. They don't like me. They think I'm ugly. I'm not worthy. I'm not smart. I'm not, I'm ugly. I'm fat. Bullshit lies, right? They think other people like, all these lies but if we're looking at it from a very safe connected space you will approach a relationship so so differently right so these are the tips guys that i have on on um stopping self-sabotage stopping self-protection i hope this is helpful i want to open it up to some q a for you guys and and hopefully oh my god we've been on this since for almost an hour and a half it feels like 20 minutes um your friend just best control have them come over and kill these crickets i literally I killed one the other day. It jumped on my head. It was the scariest thing ever. I ran around like a crazy person. It was not cute. I was so scared. Okay, you guys, I want to open things up to... Uh, I want to open it up for Q&A. Um, if you guys... Oh, don't kill it. But it's so loud. You guys know how loud a cricket is in a house? When you're asleep, it's like... Like loud as fuck. It was in my house the other day and I was like, no bitch. I have spiders, I have ants, I have, I kill a spider like once a day, literally once a day. 
Um, do you guys have any questions about parts, about self-sabotage? Um, will he do it for free? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, um, I'm, send me his information. I, I'm Kalao Soul in the DMs. Embrace a crooked sound. Híjole, Jiminy is loud. Um, so let me know if you guys have any questions. If you hopped on late and you missed a lot of it, I, mean, I am saving this in my profile for sure. Um, mindfulness, grief, I'm not sure if I missed it. Can you give examples of parts and how do you name them? Okay, good question. There's managers, firefighters, and your exiles and self. So there's four. Oh, no, actually self isn't a part. So there's managers, firefighters, and exiles. Your exiles are your wounded parts, your injured, your attachment wounds, um, your traumatized parts. So it's like the parts of you that were bullied, cheated on, abandoned, rejected, physically abused, raped, subjected to poverty, um, any of those things. So those are your exiles, okay? Because we say exiles because our protector parts want to keep them exiled away in like the basement. Um your managers, so your managers are very forward thinking, they're future focused, they're very proactive. So they're thinking about the future and how they're going to prevent things from happening to you. So if you think of these, these are what I call, they, they create your behavioral adaptations or your managers. So your managers are going to do like, they're going to get you working a lot. They're going to get you very organized. They're going to get you looking really nice. They're going to get you going to the gym and people like being very perfectionistic and it's the overachiever in you. It's the people pleaser in you. It's the things that you do in order to prevent bad things like the past from happening again. Those are your managers. Your firefighters, and you can have lots of managers. So you can have a part that does this, and you can have a manager part that does that. Manager, I have fucking dozens of everything. Um, you have an you have an inner critic. I, I call the inner critic feels like a really separate individual part, but it's it's could be a manager, it could be a firefighter, depending on how they show up. Your inner critic is very loud. We all have you. We all know about the inner critic, right? Says all kinds of shit. Um, and then you have your firefighters. So your firefighters are very reactive. They're very present day moment focused. And they are trying to put out the fire of pain that's happening right now. Typically, what happens is your exile gets triggered. Let's say something happens and they're like, well, your parts get, they're crying and upset because someone did something that hurt them. And they're like, shh, be quiet. They don't, they, your protector parts never want your exiles to come out because they cry and they're hurt and they're upset and they're depressed and they're worried and they're anxious and they're sad and they're all these things. So your protector parts are always trying to run the show. Um, your firefighter, what it does is, again, it's very reactive. Think of it like a fire hose, right? So it's trying to do things to make you feel good right now. Something happened, trying to make you feel good. So you got yelled at the job. Quit the job. Just quit the job. If we quit the job, we're not going to feel any more pain. Go drink a bottle of wine. Go do some lots of drugs. Go have sex. Go shopping. Shopping will make us feel really good. Don't go to work. Um... Go lay in bed. I'm going to put you into shutdown and put you in bed and just knock you out so you want to isolate yourself. Don't ever go break up with him. Get a divorce. Leave him. He's horrible. Um, what else? Um, procrastinating. Don't do it. Go watch Netflix instead. Go take a nap. Don't go out with your friends. Your friends are going to, oh my God, they're going to hurt you. Like, nope, just go, just stay home. Okay. So they're very reactionary to present moment pain. So that's the difference. I hope that helps. Um, I should create a worksheet for this so you guys can have it. Maybe I'll do that in a little bit. <laughs> 
I always want to have, I, if I offer a tool, I always want to offer some type of like, some other type of tool with it. Um, but I hope this helps. If you guys just come back to this video and watch it, tab it, save it, and then come back to it so you can see what's a manager, what's a firefighter. Um, how can we schedule a session with you? Okay, good good question, Wire Tiger. So I am taking new clients in October. I believe I'm gonna start my launch, like I'm gonna start taking new clients, like I'm gonna start doing clarity calls in September for clients to start in October. Um, so you have to get on my wait list. That's the only way to work with me. You have to be on my wait list. There's a link in my profile that says, join my wait list. Put your name, email, that's all you gotta do. So that when I start taking clients, the first people that I email, the only people actually I email ever is, and, and now listen, I'll make, I'll make um, announcements and stuff here on Instagram, but you have to be on my wait list in order to get to work with me. I will send an email blast to my wait list countless times. I'll say, here's, you could book a clarity call. You guys have the first dibs to book clarity calls with me. Once you book a clarity call, I meet with you like live on a call, 20 minutes. We talk about what you're going through. If I think we're a good match, um, I'll offer an invitation to work with me. And then you'll get on my calendar to start working with me in October. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's how you that's how you can work with me. Sign up for the wait list. It's the only way you're going to be able to work with me. Okay. Si hablo español. Pero no hago mis sesiones en español porque de veras no lo hablo. Si lo hablo bien, pero no sé el idioma in terms of trauma. <laughs> no sé todas las palabras de trauma. I wish I did. I wish I knew all the trauma terms, but I'm hopefully going to be working with amazing coaches and training a bunch of coaches that will that are Spanish speaking that will open up the space to a lot more people. Um, pero sí español. Um, Susie said, when someone is going through anxiety, how do you quiet so many firefighters? That's a great, it's a great um, question. So there's lots of ways that you can quiet, quiet them down a little bit. There's lots of things that help. So um, it's the most basic, basic thing, but it's actually the thing that works, I think, the best. Deep breaths, breath work. Um, you're actually pressing on your polyvagal muscle, on your polyvagal break to calm you down. When you have anxiety, you're in very um, energized space. You're very energized. So you need to calm down and, you, and your breath, taking deep breaths in and taking deep breaths out and exhaling, actually presses the break on your polyvagal, it presses what's called the polyvagal break and it calms you down. It literally takes you down the ladder. So um, you could do breaths, deep breaths. You can um, go outside and do some grounding. So you can, um, anything that, that gets you out of your head and your um, um, mind um, and your emotions and more in your physical senses. So um, people do things like going outside and walking on the grass and feeling the ground on their feet, feeling the grass, feeling the dirt, feeling the sun. Um, Mother Nature, Mother Nature is very, very regulating. It helps calm you down inherently, like the sun, trees, um, the wind, being out on the beach, taking a hike in um, on a, in a forest or on a mountain. Mother Nature is it has like regulating energies. It literally will calm you down. Okay, taking a slow walk somewhere. Um, when you're anxious, you have a lot of energy, you have to calm it down. So what's what's going to slow you down? Listening to music that you like, a slow playlist that you like, songs that calm you down that are really soothing, that helps you a lot too. Engage, it's, a lot of it is engaging your senses. Um, journaling, I call it doing a thought download and getting all your thoughts out on paper and sometimes seeing them and getting them all out can be really, really helpful and calming. 
if that's triggering and it gets you more excited, you could stop doing that, okay? Um, other things that are grounding that in, in, that get you in touch with your senses is um, taking a cold shower, taking a hot shower, taking a hot bath, um, anything that's sensory. So you can, and this sounds odd, but like kinesthetic sand, feeling the sand on your fingers and focusing on the actual like focusing on the water on you. Like if you're taking a shower, focusing on the water on you, focusing on the hot water in a bath or the cold water on you, focusing on the on the sand in your fingers and how it feels. Um, putting your hands in an ice cold bath and feeling the numbness of like the cold water and the ice, things like that. Believe it or not, it calms you down. Um, let's see, grounding, nature, um, journaling, or the other things I said. Did I miss anything? Those are some tips. I hope that helps. Um, Co-regulation, also talking to someone, that's very, very helpful. If you have somebody that you can talk to, that's really, really helpful. Like Sometimes you just need to vent and get it out. Sometimes that can calm you down. Sometimes it gets you a little excited and if it gets too, too excited, you can not do it. But sometimes just like being with a pet or an animal or like a dog or a cat that you have, um, pets are super, super regulating. Oh, they have great regulating energy. If you have a horse or anything like that, I have a client who has a ranch, literally just, she always likes going to her horses when she's um, experiencing a lot of anxiety. It's really helpful. You're welcome. Worksheet. <laughs> yeah, I'll create one. I promise I will, Alex. I'm still working on my map. Yes, girl, work on it. You have two, don't you have two you have to do? I think there's two, Alex. The list is long, that's, that's okay. Hey, that's okay. Um, I didn't expect it to be short. Uh, Wire tag, I said, got it, thank you, will do. When is your coaching training opening? I'm holding out for it. Do we need to be on a wait list for it? There is a wait list for it. Um, if you go to, ooh, I think, on the trauma-informed coach Instagram, the trauma-informed coach, I think there's a link to the waitlist on there. I think, and you know what? I think I actually added it to my to my Instagram links. Go to my bio, and I think I added a button. Mindfulness grief. It's on there now. Um, I think it's gonna start in November. I'm praying it starts in November. <laughs> I can get it all out. And that's it. Go to her website and join her waitlist. Yeah. Yeah, meditating helps a lot too. Visual, visualizing and doing some type of um, guided meditation is very helpful. Great tip, Roof021. So guys, I hope this was helpful. This is long. I, didn't, I definitely didn't expect it to be this long, but I hope, um, was it helpful for you guys? Um, let me know. Um, I will, I'll definitely, I'm definitely gonna save this in my profile. Um, so that you guys can access it. You guys can go back and look at that. I'm, I'm gonna, so here's what I'll do. I'll work on the, the worksheet that just explains managers, um, exiles, and firefighters, okay? And I will announce it on Monday. And if you want it, I'll have a link to it so that you can download the freebie, okay? Um, you'll probably just have to give me your email address and that's it, and then you'll get access to it. So that way you don't have to keep accessing this, um, this live so you can get all the information. Um, but I hope it was helpful for you guys. This is really fun for me um, to share all this with you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm glad it was helpful. I'm glad. Um, remember, it's not self-sabotage. Your parts are literally just trying to protect you. They love you so much. They're a part of you. They're not, they don't hate you. I don't want you guys to hate your parts. Talk to them with love. Talk to them with compassion. 
the more you befriend them, the more you guys can work together, the more you can unblend and access more self energy. Okay. Um, it's, 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 it's a collective, it's your internal system. So the more you work with your internal system, the more you guys can work together to like create everything you want in your life. Okay. You're so welcome. Oh, this makes me so happy. Um, I'm, I hope it helped. Ready to take through. Oh, that's so, I'm so glad it was, it was helpful guys. Um, if you have a question, send me a DM. Um, I promise I will get you guys. It's going to be a really simple worksheet. It's literally going to be like managers, firefighters, exiles, and self. And that's it. Like, it'll be really, really simple, but I'll have it. I'll have it ready for you guys by Monday. Okay. Um, and, um, again, compassion and curiosity is like the first steps to understanding like why, why you're doing what you're doing. That it's called a parts mapping worksheet is what you're doing, right? You put self in the middle, write down all the thoughts you have around the thing that you want to do. And so you can see like, why am I not moving forward? Have all the thoughts down. Why am I not doing this? It's because of this, because of this, like I'm scared of this. I'm worried about this. What if this happens? You can see everything. And then you can, um, now that you have, and then you can label, is a manager talking? Is it an exile talking? Is it a firefighter? I like labeling it because I, it's, it's helpful for me to see from a bigger picture like, oh, I'm being really manager led by with this particular problem. Or maybe you're being led really equally by all the parts, right, on this particular problem. They're, they're driving the show. All of them are. Um, and then you can also see, um, so when you're done with that, you make another sheet that's self-led, okay, parts driven, self-led. When you're self-led and you're safe and connected and you, it, you can do anything in the world, how would you be approaching? If you knew you wouldn't fail at it, how would you be approaching the particular situation? And you'll see, it, you come up with very, very different language. Which one do you want? Which one would you like to access? And if you wanna do more self-led energy, all you have to do is start really small, start really slow towards it, talk to your parts, let them know that self is here, that you are that you promise that you're like, you're ready this time. Let like let them trust you a little bit, so you can show them that you are really motivated to do this thing this time. Have patience with you. Um, check in with them. See how they're doing while you're doing these things. And I want to hear all about it. If you guys start a goal and you guys like make progress with it, because you're because these this part stuff is helping you. I'd love to hear about it. Um, I'd love to cheer you on because I know starting new stuff is super. It's like it's important and it's not easy. It's simple. It's just not easy. Um, but I hope these tools help you. Um, I, I know they help me so much whenever I'm doing my work. Um, so let me know how it goes. Um, I'll have that thing ready for you guys Monday and I'll save this in um, my profile so you guys can use it later. All right. Um, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, I can't wait to work with you too. I'm trying to get on your wait list, but I don't see the link. So go to my bio, like go to my profile and it says AnnabelleEngleton.ig. Click that link. And then you'll see a button, like it'll say, there'll be a picture of me with like a glass of wine and then go down a little bit and it'll say, here are the links you're looking for. And the very top button says, join my waitlist to work with me in October, 2021. And that click that button and it'll take you straight to my waitlist. All you have to do is put your name and email and you'll, you're, you'll get on my waitlist. It's really, really easy. Okay. Go to my profile on my Instagram profile. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining me on your Friday. Like you guys spend a chunk of time with me. This is so nice. Um, so I hope this helps you. I'll save it in my profile so you guys can use it. And if it was helpful, share this with someone that you think that needs to hear this information. I'd love it if you guys shared it. It helps me, um, so much. Um, and I'll see you guys next time I go live. Hopefully this was helpful because I gave you guys like 
a lot of notice this time, right? That I was going live. Sometimes I just show up impromptu. And this time I hope you guys were able to plan for it because I gave you guys like a ton of notice. So um, I'll see you guys next time and I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Oh, it just popped in, but one of your videos I watched really opened my eyes. That was the problems with all my childhood traumas, past relationship parties. Nannies. Oh my God, I'm probably, I'm butchering your name. Oh my God, when you click this, it makes my face look crazy with like different eyes. Um, I hope, I'm glad it was helpful. I'm glad that the video was helpful. Buenas noches, que descansas, vaya con Dios. Amen, hermano. Amen, amen. Or hermana, I don't even know if it's a woman or, or, or a man. But yes, buenas noches. Have a good night. You have a great night too, Wiretega. Good night. Blessings, beautiful. Blessings to you too. Blessings. Bye, guys. <laughs>